Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're really going to go for the third relapse of the day, Jeffrey? The third relapse? Yo, cut the intro, bro. Fuck me, man. I did a podcast interview, like Discord call. There was a point when I was like live streaming and one of the guys who I invited up to come speak to me whilst I was live streaming was a 13-year-old kid. He said that he was given an iPad at the age of four and that he discovered and I think he said age nine or 10 and that he had an addiction before he was 11 years old. I will say that again. An 11-year-old had a addiction. You want to do something interesting? Close your eyes. See yourself as a father a few years from now and just see your son in his room with an addiction to porn. A bad addiction to porn and maybe video games too. And imagine seeing that in your son and imagine not even being able to help him because of how hyper stimulating and addicting it is. And I think what makes it so much harder now is that it's no longer even like these porn companies that are pushing this onto kids. It's kids putting it onto other kids. It's some little girl 12 years old twerking on TikTok. Kids in high school, like the boys in high school, bro, a lot of them are addicted to like TikTok and stuff. And imagine, bro, imagine literally if you see this like generation of high school boys on TikTok, literally seeing their generation of girls showing their bodies sexually. And when you think about the age of the girls who are going viral on TikTok, that's when it gets really fucked. Bro, I remember the day that I got into NoFap. Like I knew about it for a little while, but I was age 17. I'm 25 now. I knew about it for a while. People talking about it online. Oh, day 19, you'll be able to levitate and shit, right? You know, I tried it here and there, one day, two day relapse, Whatever, I don't really care. Yeah, whatever. I remember the day that I took it seriously, bro. I woke up and this was somewhat of like a habit for me. I'd wake up, just grab my phone and just go on like Reddit and Instagram and stuff and fapped once. Cleaned up, stayed in bed, lying down, just scrolled more and more and more. 
click on some more porn. On Instagram, you see ass or on Reddit, there's like a sexual post or some shit. Even talking about this, fuck, I don't want to take you out of this story, but even just describing the story to you and, you know, just describing, oh, on Reddit, there's like a sexual thing. I promise you, I literally just had like a little bit of a desire to go and watch porn right now, years after I've watched that shit. The second time, still I haven't left the bed yet. The second time, fap. I remember the third time was when I went on to Pornhub and watched like this video of like this blonde girl getting railed. And how fucked is that as well? You know, like seeing a, a sexual picture, it's like, it's still not good for you and stuff, but you know, of like a girl or seeing like some video of her twerking or some shit, yeah, fine. But like actual porn where you see like a man fuck a woman and you're like the little monkey in the corner just jacking off to that. What does that do to your brain and your beliefs? Just everything about you. You're kind of conditioning yourself to just be like this weirdo who isn't having sex, but who's just watching. Bro, the third time, by the time that I finished, I wasn't even fully hard. I'm looking down at my semi-limp dick and thinking this is fucked, bro. I was 17 years old and my PP wasn't even getting hard. I took NoFap seriously after that because bro, that is gut-wrenching as a man. That's your manhood. Your PP is your manhood. To see that it's not working well because you've been death gripping it whilst watching porn. Oh, that is so upsetting. You need to stop castrating yourself because that's what this is. I always give this analogy and it always opens people's eyes. So I'm going to tell you it. What happens if you have a male cat and you castrate it and essentially castrate you like chop off its penis and balls or something. You castrate it. It goes from being like this adventurous cat that's almost challenging you, jumping around everywhere, being a bit aggressive to this like docile, weak, lazy, submissive little being. We know this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we get pets castrated. It's like a normal thing, right? And we see the transformation. Oh yeah, you know, if your, your cat's being misbehaving, yeah, go get it castrated. It's a normal thing. Have you ever really stopped to just think like shit like that's kind of what I'm doing to myself when I check off? You're castrating yourself. That life that you're supposed to have inside of you, that drive that you're supposed to have to either go and get women or go and work yourself up to be attractive and successful enough to get women. That drive inside of you just gets diminished and thrown into Kleenex. I can't tell if this is a conspiracy theory, but do you remember being told that masturbating and watching porn was good for you? I swear so many guys can remember that being like a general consensus by teachers, perhaps by parents. For some reason, it feels like the government told me that masturbating and watching porn was good for me. So many guys have been able to agree. We can't pinpoint whether we were told this by the government, but it feels like that was the message that they conveyed to us. Is this a conspiracy theory to think that was conveyed to us because they want a generation of like submissive men, especially men of like the warrior class, the young men full of testosterone to just castrate themselves so they're easier to control. And you're probably thinking, well, yeah, like I, I want to stop. I want to stop. But like I, I keep fapping, I keep messing up, I keep relapsing. And honestly, yeah, of course you do. It's normal that when you're trying to stop a habit, it. You still keep doing that thing for some time. It took me a couple of years to really actually make nofap work because it's not just like you can just declare, yeah, I'm on nofap now. I'm not going to fap anymore. It's more so that if you've been fapping for 10 years, it's going to take you some time to be able to fully quit because it's just like counteracting those bad habits. So a lot of young guys really do get obsessed with this. And, you know, they say like, oh, you know, Hamza, I'm on nofap and I get to day seven. Then I keep relapsing. I keep relapsing, keep relapsing. And I tell them, how long have you been fapping for? When did you start? Oh, like, you know, 12 years old, 13 years old. So you've been fapping for four years, five years, and you've been on NoFap like two months, bro. So it's like, you can't just expect it to be perfect overnight. It's like, are you fapping like once a week? That's probably like a good level of progress. Perhaps a month from now, fap every eight days, nine days, 10 days. Perhaps six months from now, fap every three weeks. Perhaps a year from now, fap less than once a month. And at that point, it's like, yeah, it's fine, bro. Why do the people of NoFap become successful? And of course, this is a little bit cringe. It's like a lot of guys who get onto NoFap still stay losers. But generally, a lot of the successful men have this in common. They stopped masturbating and watching porn. The greatest motive 
motivator that you have is the drive to fuck women. Honestly, like I know it's kind of offensive or controversial, but it is true. The greatest motivator as a man. But if you really think of yourself as an animal, what's your motivator, bro? Because there's two. There's one to survive. So if you're hungry or thirsty or some shit or you need shelter, that's the biggest motivator you have to survive. But once your survival needs are met, which it is for 99.99% of guys here, then what's left is the biggest need, the biggest desire to fuck. And when you get rid of that desire, it's like, bro, you've achieved like most of what you needed to do with your life. And so of course you feel kind of lethargic and lazy and shameful and just tired. Of course you don't feel motivated to do hard work. Of course you don't even enjoy hard work after you've just bust 50 nuts over the last two months. Men of no fat become successful because they're able to harness their sexual energy, which is so incredibly important. And I know it does sound cringe. Oh, the men of no fat and stuff. It sounds cringe, but the thing is your sexual desire is incredibly important and it's being stripped away from you by your own hand, but by the cause I think of external influences, which are telling young men that it's okay to just spill their seed just because it's normal. I gave this analogy once and I think you'll be interested. Imagine you put two men in a cage, this weird fucked up social experiment and you tell them fight and don't stop till one of you are dead. Imagine you did this like psychological experiment and you wanted to see what man would fight harder. One of the men, we fill him up with food first and we also tell him, yeah, you masturbate. Oh, you know, here's a woman, have sex. Boom. So he's empty of nut and full of belly. The other guy, no food for you and also full balls for you, no nothing. He's got an empty stomach and full heavy balls. I know this sounds silly, but I really just want you to imagine this competition, this fight. We have this man with a full stomach. He's digesting fucking refined carbs right now and empty balls. And this man with an empty stomach and full balls. And we tell them fight to the death. Honestly, bro, do I even have to ask you who's gonna win? All of us right now, I think every single person right now would say this guy, right? Some nerd might come in. Oh, but this guy's got more carbs and carbs and glycogen. Just shut the fuck up. If you really imagine like a realistic scenario of some guy eating a big meal and then like nothing and the other guy staying fasted, bro, this guy who stayed fasted, he's literally hungry and he's horny. Bro, he's gonna fuck this guy. <laughs> like, not like that, but he's gonna fuck him up though. Right, and now, okay, this experiment's like really weird and stuff, right? But is it that different from what's just happening in normal life anyway? Because we as men, we're in competition, bro. If you wanna study and get good grades, your grades are not just in a vacuum. Your grade is based on what other people get. Your grade is actually a competition against other people. In your business, in your career, you're competing against other people. To attract women, you're competing against other men. Why are we spilling our drive to compete? Why not hold that and actually use it for something that's worth more than just a few seconds of hedonistic pleasure? That's why the men of NoFap become more successful because they're able to harness what may be the greatest drive we have is our sexual drive. And this isn't some like weird ass advice, oh yeah, get to day 90 or some shit. I'm not saying to get to a particular day. I've never been one of these guys. I hate that advice of like, yeah, get to day 90 or some shit. I don't think the benefit of NoFap comes in streaks. I think the benefit of NoFap comes when you just reduce the quantity of like nuts per month, per year. I have a problem with most of the NoFap YouTubers. If you can think of a NoFap YouTuber right now, chances are I don't like them. I think they're bad for you, even though that's weird to say. It's like, I think they're actually bad influences because they're pressuring you to stay on the street and they've convinced you that if you relapse, if you, you know, mess up the streak, you lose all the benefits and you have to start again. Bro, that sounds fucked up to me because imagine a fitness channel telling a fat guy of all these benefits that he could get if he gets onto exercise and then tells him like, oh yeah, by the way, like if you mess up your streak and you miss one workout, all of the benefits reset. Imagine telling a fat guy that he has to go to the gym every single day and if he misses one day, all of the benefits reset. That is inhumane. And that's what these NoFap YouTubers do to you and they convince you that you need to be on a streak. You don't need to be on a streak. You just need to reduce how often you fap per month, per six months, per three months, per week. Keep your balls full, bro, like nice and heavy. <laughs> Click on this video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.